Hello, and welcome to Asians Represent. Uh, I'm Daniel Kwan. And I'm Agatha Chang. And we're your hosts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, today's episode is about the show. This is the pilot episode. This is episode zero mm-hmm. of Asians Represent. And we just kind of want to talk about what we wanted to do with this series, what our intentions are going into the show, and what we want to do with it. Yeah, who are we? Yeah, who are we? Do you want to start with yourself? Yeah, I'm Agatha, like I said, and I have been gaming, let's see, actually not for very long, for about three years. I've taken a dive in ever since uh, first playing 4th edition D&D with my boyfriend's parents, but... Wait, what? Yep, yep, it uh, it was... Actually, it was just his dad, and it was the most awkward experience. So it was experience. just like the three of you? No, it was like with him and his siblings, and they were okay. all, all in Bermuda while I was Skyping in. I don't recommend this if That's... you ever want a game with people. <laughs> Is this still the current boyfriend? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously it went well. Uh-huh, it's real love. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I have a background in English Lit, and um, I just... In playing all these games, I'm like, yes, I see all these Asian themes. And then sometimes you see like an Asian creator like in uh, in the credit section of games. But I don't you don't really hear Asian people talking about them, right? Yeah. And you don't see Asian people on the covers usually. No. They're usually always just like consulted. Yeah, that's true. Or, or just never consulted. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you started playing fourth edition three years ago with your boyfriend mm-hmm. and his family via Skype mm-hmm. while they were south of here. Yes, yes. Because we are, we are based in Toronto. Yeah, oh yeah. And yeah. I don't think we have to say Toronto, Canada. I don't know if there's another Toronto anywhere else. I don't think so. Because in the States, there's like three Clevelands, five Springfields, yeah, and, several Portlands. Yeah, if we were to say that we're recording in London, we would have to say London, Ontario. But we're not. <laughs> no, we're Toronto, T-Dot. That's yeah, where, the, the six. That's where it's at. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I'm not sure what else to say. I am involved with uh, the Toronto area gamers. Uh, I'm active in this community. Um, and I am also an active member of the Gauntlet, which is like an online gaming community. So A big online gaming community. Yeah, it's pretty, it's really robust. So go check it out if you want. Um, yeah. But it's, so I, I've been playing a lot of games and I feel like I want to bring all of this experience to... And enthusiasm. So, so right now, uh, Agatha, you're, she was just looking at my cat, Marla. Marla is my, f- I'm going to say 14-year-old. I adopted her when she was old. Mm. 14-year-old obese tabby. She's real sassy. Yeah, she's, she's cute. She just keeps, uh, she, she likes to dive into your bag. And my bag is beside my foot. So Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit of a distraction. You know, it's, it's all good, though. Yeah. What about you, Daniel? Tell us about all your amazing creds. Oh, geez. Hit, uh, hit us with it. Well, I've been playing RPGs since 1999. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I see how it is. I've been playing RPGs since 1999, um, starting with D&D 3rd Edition. 3rd Edition? Or, or eight, uh, no, I played some, a lot of like some 2nd Edition AD&D. Mm. Um, got really into 3.5 when I kind of came into my own as a teenager okay uh, <laughs> and since then i you know i've played a i play a lot of rpgs you just, my, my shelves here are just jammed packed and this pile behind me is actually my gen con hall oh yeah it's impressive it's uh I, i'm really excited about it um we'll talk about gen con later i guess yes, yes uh, but shall. yeah i've been playing rpgs for oof, 
a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work with them for a living now. I use RPGs to teach teens uh, social skills, history, and science yeah. uh, at the Royal Ontario Museum. But I'm also kind of like a fledgling designer. Um, I started a really small um, small press publishing sort of company with my pals called Dundas West Games. That's like the hood we're in right now, mm-hmm. Dundas West. Yeah, in, in Toronto. In Toronto. Um, and we're just about to, actually, you'll be the first one to see this. This is our first like micro RPG. Oh, nice. Zany Zoo. Oh, yeah. It's like Madagascar, the movie, the RPG, but in like a zoo brochure. Um, but we're going to publish our first big game. We're going to kickstart it in November. It's called Ross Rifles. It's like a World War One Canadian RPG. Yeah, and it has it has Asians in it. And it has Asians in it, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to write it because I wanted to kind of un- undermine and kind of complicate, you know, you know, our local understanding of what it means to be a Canadian soldier in World War One, mm-hmm. but also like tell stories about Asians. Yes, um, but I think we're both like equally qualified to like do this show. We are. We are definitely both Asians. We're definitely both Asian, um, but we're also like involved in our community in like really different ways yeah that's true uh, and we both have different experiences being asian in gaming mm-hmm. yeah so for for the record we are both east asian i am taiwanese yeah and i'm, I'm just i'm basically southern chinese mm, that's fair um so we are taking with us a very particular um background as well so this is by no means uh, conclusive and we are going to try to be as inclusive as possible in getting people Asians of all backgrounds, all parts of Asia onto our podcast so that we can really round out our perspective from just beyond just us. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is this is not a, a show where, you know, you and I just talk to each other all the time. Like the, the main point of the show is that we're going to have a guest with us. Yes. And we've got our first two guests line up, mm-hmm. uh, lined up. Um, the first one, her name is Jade. We actually met at Gen Con. Okay, nice. Uh, Jade is like, she's she actually saw me speak at a gaming festival that's here called Damage Camp. Have oh. you ever been? Nah. I think you'd really like it. It's in September. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's a really inclusive sort of gaming festival. They do panels. A lot of it is like indie video game design. Mm, okay. But they had a little bit of a tabletop thing there last year. So... Um, my pal Shell Khan, uh, who's an illustrator, um, Shell did like the Yellow King uh, that's just coming out now mm-hmm. from Pelgrain. Mm-hmm. Um, was like, oh, you know, we should do a talk about like our educational work, and I was like, cool. So Jade was actually at that talk and saw that I was going to be at Gen Con mm-hmm. and found me at Gen Con. We chatted for like five hours, nice. and I found that that Jade is like designs like escape rooms, like high end escape rooms, and does like taiko drumming, and I'm like, okay. You gotta be on this podcast. Yeah. So that, it, speaking of which, this uh, is great to talk about. Like, what kind of, actually, what is this podcast about? Who do we want on here? And I think the point of this show is to celebrate Asian creators and um, to have a space for them to talk about their experiences being Asian and like being artists within the analog gaming community, which is why it's really cool. And we're very excited to have Jade on here because um, it's when we say analog gaming, we mean all sorts of analog. Yeah. Games. It doesn't just, just have to be like paper and pen. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I'm going to try out that escape room. She, she got my, uh, my girlfriend and I tickets to the Casaloma one oh, this, wow. this coming weekend. Oh, fancy. So I, 
I'm terrified because I'm like, oh, she gave us all these comp tickets. What if we just don't get past the first room? Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be a little that embarrassing. Little, little embarrassing. I haven't done an escape room in a couple of years. Okay, but I've always wanted to do this one, so it's kind of it's gonna be cool. But yeah, like we wanna when we first started talking about this show, we were like, okay, do we just do we just like shit on like really bad games that appropriate Asian culture, mm-hmm, of which uh, there definitely are a lot. There are so many. Or do we like highlight creators and uplift the community and provide like a platform for people to to make more positive change rather than just being like entirely negative? Because I'm certain we're gonna shit on games. Uh, I, I or maybe in a more positive way. We will dissect them, dissect them, yes, and review them, <laughs> and review them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but rather than just be like these negative voices we can be positive voices and you know create a space where people can share their projects with a really wide audience yeah and that's why we're really grateful that you know james listened to our pitch and gave us this platform on one shot mm-hmm. um so i just got back from gen con and i'm really was really bummed that you couldn't be there oh yeah yes i've heard stories about gen con well okay everybody was like gen con it's gonna overwhelm you it's so it's so intense there are so many people and i was like oh okay all scared and everything i showed up to gen con i was like wait this is like 60 percent of fan expo Mm. in terms of attendance i was like oh this is nothing but when we did the one shot panel and james you know announced the show there were so many people there. They, they were just cheering. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I just wanted I just wanted you to be sitting there at the front of that room next to me talking about the show. Yeah. But I was like, Agatha, she wants to be here, but she's back in Toronto. Yep. Yep. I'm holding down the fort. Holding down the fort. Um, so people really want a show like this. And I think when we were talking about making this, we were like, okay, are there any other podcasts hosted by, you know, people of Asian descent mm-hmm. who you know are into gaming mm-hmm. and we couldn't think of any yeah we couldn't think of gaming communities where you know asian creators kind of got together and shared their projects mm-hmm. so I'm like well this is this is the place for it yeah yeah we want to i think one of so we have established that what one of our goals is to celebrate asian creators and then another one is to look at um Look at Asian themes in games and or, yeah, just, yes, Asian themes in games. Asian themes in and, games. And then talk about whether they're appreciating or appropriating them. Yes, <laughs> yes. this was a part of the pitch that we wrote down, so. <laughs> Not as eloquently, but yes, definitely. Yeah, and um, and another thing is we want to start being a placeholder so that people can have, it's, this is like a starting point for for people to see that, oh, yes, like, we have a platform for people of Asian descent to talk about Asian games. And there is, this is an opportunity for us to have a voice for have, and then to also have other people come on here because again, we're just holding this space for people as well. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is not just for us. It's interesting because like when we were at, when I was at Gen Con, I was looking at all the games. I was looking at some cosplay. I was telling you earlier that I saw like an older white dude in yellow face. Yeah, that's And not... it was like super upsetting. But Gen Con is also the whitest convention I've ever been to. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was like every time I saw an Asian person, I was like, oh, what's up? Yeah. Because like there were, there were that few Asian people at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there are a lot more Asian gamers. Mm-hmm. I was like, do they not feel like this is a place to be at? Is there also like 
there's obviously a huge socioeconomic boundary yes. with Gen Con. It's an expensive convention. Yeah, you need some some You need monies. some cashola. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gone if, like, Magpie Games was really generous and they took me on as one of their GMs and covered my badge. Mm. Uh, I, like, <laughs> I shared a hotel room. Like, we had a king bed and a twin pullout. Mm-hmm. I shared it with, like, three other guys and we were just, like, spooning. Mm-hmm. Like, I went cheap just to get there. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, that's a huge, like buried or entry yeah but then i also saw like some like what was available i I was on the lookout for asian themed games Mm -hmm. just to see um the fantasy flight games line was insane all four days and i just didn't even bother i was like uh they only have the big inner box for legend of the five rings Mm. i'm just gonna wait right um i saw one upsetting game though oh yeah. Already? Already. So you saw you saw this white dude in yellow face. I saw this white dude in yellow face. <laughs> and when I was going to the Pelgrane Press booths to hang out with my pals, Pelgrane uh-huh. Press is awesome. Uh-huh. Um uh, they were they were busy talking, so I didn't want to like stand there awkwardly and kind mm. of wait. Mm. So I was looking through like I think it's Palladium books, all the Rift stuff, mm. and I saw this book, and it was called Weapons, Armor, and Castles of the Orient. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, and it's got like the the really cheesy font that looks like brush strokes, yeah, but they're yeah. super symmetrical. Yeah, yeah, the kind that you always see in like. Uh, uh, Chinese restaurants yeah, it, it in the was, middle of nowhere. Exactly, it's yeah. the Chinese restaurant font, and I was like, it's like it's got the cover, and there's like a samurai on the cover. Yeah, and I was like, uh, first of all, like that's not the Orient. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, so this will actually this is going to be an episode. This is we are going to talk about Orientalism because. We ain't playing on this podcast. No, no, we're we aren't playing. Like, there's a copy of Orientalism on the table right yeah. now. Oh, oh yeah, there is. Um, yeah. So, uh, I think people, yes, intentionality is very important. And yeah, that book. I mean, I'm sure they didn't mean to be like hashtag racist. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe this is an older book. Right, and I'm like you know Oriental adventures from like AD and D, and then they re- they redid it again. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I'll give this a shot. I'll look into it, and I open it up. I'm like, okay, when was the? Well, I'm not going to call out anybody, but the author's name was like, I don't think that's an Asian person. Mm-hmm. So I open it up, and I'm looking to see if uh, there are any Asian names in there. I'm like, oh, and I'm like, when was this published? 2002. Ooh, that's very recent. I was like, this is very recent. I was like, oh, it's a little upsetting. And I kind of looked through, I was flipping through the yard, and they had a couple other sort of Asian-themed supplements for um, for use in, like, any game system. Uh-huh. And, like, basically all of them made Asian culture and Asian themes basically, I like, romantic. Mm-hmm martial in like their combat arts mm-hmm. like or like places where exotic beings lived like right. these like sort of like haunting landscapes and mm. mystical people and places of wisdom and i'm like can't asians just be normal yeah can't we just can't we just not be martial artists and so i was looking through it and i was like ah oh, every portrayal of asia is always something mystical and exotic in that the book? I saw in the book in this book yeah. yeah in this book and I was like god we we need something else we we need something new yeah and this is why we're here we're here to we will be talking i suppose maybe about this book but we will be talking about something like this 
at some point on one of our podcasts and we'll tell you why it's so problem problematic because it's it's okay to say that people are wise and or absolutely you know they have martial arts that's okay but we don't talk about why it's problematic always in one package and always about one group of people well okay have you have you seen rogue one star wars nah nah okay so when it came out i was like oh fuck yeah it's like a star wars movie yeah and they're asians in it okay as main characters and they're not like the trade federation and they're not like these caricatures yeah so i was watching it donnie yen's in it like Mm -hmm. one of my favorite action stars yeah he's pretty sick and he's dope in the movie Mm -hmm. and there's this other uh there's this other asian actor and his name uh like slip slips my mind right now but he's also this badass character Mm -hmm. and they have awesome roles in the movie they have agency and i was like gushing about how much i love rogue one because of that Mm -hmm. and somebody was like oh daniel but like the asian guys are like fighters and mystical and i feel like this is a really interesting point because like i was excited even though Mm -hmm. they fell into those stereotypes yes and I feel like this is something we need to deconstruct in a later episode. Yes, we will. So, uh, everyone, if you're doing a drinking game at home, all of these things are seeds for further episodes. Have you spotted them? <laughs> okay, I don't. It's like, it's like we planned this. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like we made a list. Like we made many lists and checked it twice. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and then thought about all of these future guests. Yes. So we have the first two discounting this one because this is episode zero yes we have episodes one and two laid out so that's for the months of september and october Mm -hmm. we have our our pal jade who is a a raging asian woman that's her group that's Mm -hmm. the group uh the taiko drummer group yep uh so she designs escape games Mm -hmm. and then we have kyrill hisham who is an amazing educator who uses he doesn't he does art um so he's not necessarily a game designer, but he uses games to teach people English, mm-hmm. which I think is very important because when we say creators, we also mean people in the community who use games for good. Yes. And I think he's one of the perfect examples of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we will also have an informational episode. Uh, we haven't decided which one will come out first, but we will have an episode talking about Orientalism, like we said, and that it should... I, believe that will be its own episode yeah that'll be an, its own episode um should we do you want to talk about like the format of the show because uh, this this episode is going to be structured a little bit differently than the other ones yeah this is pretty free form we're just chatting um, i mean i i like it it is nice it, it's nice but i think what we kind of wanted was we'll have like an introduction something nice and structured talk about you know the theme of the episode introduce the guest so we had this idea that the first, you know, 20 minutes or so would be you and I having a structured conversation. Mm-hmm. It could be about Orientalism. Mm-hmm. It could be about games that we think are really interesting right now, news we have. But um, it'll be just you and I. And then we'll have a second segment with a guest. Yes. Yeah. So that is what we're planning right now. Um Depending on the subject and how much we want to talk about it or how much our guests want to talk about it, they might be at varying lengths. But, yeah, that is what we have. Yeah, and I, and I think that's a, a solid structure from which to work off of. Yeah, and all the guests, they will they will be at least tangentially related to the theme that we're discussing or the topic that we're discussing that day. Yeah, and we're... Um... We've got a we've got a lot to do, and when we were thinking, but we we're like, okay, we could do this and this and this. We we're like, wait, 
we're only going to do this once a month because that's manageable. Yes. And that is, yeah, that is going to be our schedule because we will be doing a lot of research for this. Um, a lot of times when we're going to be reviewing games um, related to whatever theme we're talking about, we want to play them so that it's not just from a reading perspective, but we also kind of want to see how whatever tropes and themes come up in play. Yeah. And that takes time to, you know, to read and then to play. And also it's just a very research heavy podcast. So we want to, we want to give ourselves enough time to, uh, prepare fully so that we're not coming here unprepared and uh, uninformed. And I, th- and I think both of our academic backgrounds also lend itself to lend themselves to that. Yeah. Like with your English background and, um, my archaeology background. Yeah. And I, so I think we kind of come at these games from different perspectives. Yeah. Which is which is really cool. And I think there's really good synergy between, you know, our strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm very excited. I, I think that we, yeah, we are going to be pretty intense in our explorations of these games. And we oh, are absolutely. so excited also just about our guests. I really, I really want Derek Chung on the show he created emberwind oh yeah they also have the cutest logo nomnivore games yes oh my gosh so i still have their business card from breakout con Mm -hmm. and it's 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 so cute yeah it's a dinosaur nomming the their name it's 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 a really cute logo and it kind of a stark contrast between their logo and Emberwind. Yeah, Emberwind is very, it seems very fantastic. Um, and it's different. It's its pretty innovative in what it, he he showed me a demo at Breakout and I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're probably most likely for sure going to get him on as a guest as well. And then we can go more into that game. Yeah, because the mechanics are very interesting and the way they've structured um, the GMing and stuff. But, it, but what's also cool about it is that it's an RPG with an Asian creator, but it doesn't look Asian. Yes. Well, that's is, the thing. And, and I, I love that. Um, we also have um, one of the things that we're also going to be doing in like our month is creating, you know, additional content for the one shot Patreon. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah, so there are, for the 1,100 patrons of the OneShot Patreon, so that's patreon.com forward slash OneShot podcast, we're going to create, yeah, woo-woo, raise the roof. Uh Uh, We're going to be creating uh, monthly exclusive content. Oh, yeah. We have so many ideas. Yes. And I think we're just going to follow through with all of them and see which one kind of catches. Yeah, see which one people like more because this is for this is for you, Patreon supporters. Yes. So you get to sort of dictate what y- content you get. Yeah, so we... Our, 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 the first one we ever thought about was kind of doing a, a, play, a Let's Play series of... Asian themed video games and the one we were talking about was Jade Empire oh man Jade Empire oh man so problematic (sighs) but a lot of people love it well but it was it was a hit yeah Yeah, it uh... it was like an underdog it's one of those like I remember seeing it on the cover of like Gameformer when I was young and be like oh a game about Asians but I don't have an Xbox so I can't play it oh yeah yeah I got it recently Uh, and because people were saying like yeah man I love these games I love like the I love KOTOR, I think. Yeah, yeah. and then it's like the same publisher. Or... Yeah, Bioware. Yes. It bio... Yeah, it's Bioware. I think so, yeah. And then so then they're like Jade Empire, and I started playing, and I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh. And they, I heard they made up a language for it. I don't know. I didn't play far enough. So we're, we're, gonna, we're thinking about doing that, but we also want to do 
you know, actual play sessions of RPGs or maybe character creation sessions mm. of RPGs where we kind of discuss different systems mm-hmm. and what it's like to crack open a book and try to make a character. Yeah, and then we're thinking that if we we're going to play these games that we would have guests on possibly and they would all be Asian. All Asian. Because Asians represent. Yeah, Asians represent. I want that on a shirt or a button or something. Well, we have our logo. Yeah, I, shout out to our wonderful artist for that logo. Oh yeah, Christine. Christine Wong, she she did it and... She knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it's really good. I, I'm super, super excited. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us on this inaugural episode of Asians Represent. Asians Represent is a part of the One Shot Podcast Network. If you head to oneshotpodcast.com, you can listen to a variety of amazing podcasts like the Character Creation Cast. So join hosts Amelia and Ryan on a journey to create characters in many different role-playing game systems with guests from across the industry. Just like ours. Yeah, I different. know. Yeah. So if you have any questions about today's... Uh, you know, theme or the themes that we discussed on this episode zero, um, any games we might have mentioned or have any recommendations for guests and games, or if you are a creator and would like to be on this show, get in touch with us. Where can they get in touch with us? On social media. Uh, so Twitter, it's at Asians Represent, which is A-Z-N-S Represent. Or I guess if you're American, it's A-Z-N-S Represent. Or at A-Z-N-S Represent at gmail.com. And again, we want to clarify that Asian is all of Asia. All of Asia. So if you're Turkish, yes, contact us. Yeah, get in touch. We, we, we want to talk to you. We want to hear your stories. Uh, once again, my name is Daniel. And I'm Agatha. And you've just listened to Asians, Asians Represent. Represent.